Welcome to Technology Transfer IP. Technology transfer is the process by which valuable research, skills, knowledge, and technology developed by educational institutions is transferred to industry for development and to products and services that will benefit society. From basic patent licensing to promoting startups, entrepreneurship, and industry collaborations, while also investing in and managing technology developments. We bring you conversations with the leaders in technology transfer who will share their stories, including their successes, challenges, and expectations for the future. Here's your host, Lisa Mueller. Hello and welcome. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Dr. George Chalapa. George is an invention manager at Innovation and New Ventures at Northwestern University. George works with faculty to protect their intellectual property and bring nascent technologies to market. He is also involved in negotiating agreements between Northwestern and commercial partners and helps faculty with startup initiatives. George was with the University of Chicago and Washington University Technology Transfer Offices before joining Northwestern. Prior to transitioning to technology transfer, George was a postdoctoral fellow in computational biophysics at Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore. George earned a bachelor's degree in computer science and chemistry, both with first-class honors prior to moving to England to read for his PhD in computational chemistry at the University of Southampton. George is an active member of the Association of University Technology Managers, where he is a co-chair of the Better World Project Committee and a member of the Tools and Membership Development Committees. George also organizes seminars and webinars of topical interest to the technology transfer community and regularly participates in speaking engagements dealing with computer technologies and emerging trends. And with that very impressive background, welcome to the podcast, George. Thank you for having me, Lisa. It's great to be here. Well, thanks so much again, George, for taking part in the podcast. And generally, I'd like to start the podcast off by asking my guests about their journey to tech transfer. George, can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up in Chicago and at Northwestern? Sure. I completed my undergraduate degrees in Sri Lanka in chemistry and computer science. And I then spent about two years teaching in Sri Lanka before I decided to pursue a PhD in computational chemistry. So I moved to England to the University of Southampton and I spent about four years there doing research in lipid DNA interactions using molecular dynamic simulations. On completing my PhD, I wanted to go back to Sri Lanka and teach at some point. So I decided to do a postdoc before I went back. So I moved to the U.S. and joined Johns Hopkins University's Department of Biophysics to look at protein folding simulations using Monte Carlo simulations. While I was doing a postdoc, things changed and I decided to pursue a career outside of teaching and research. And as I was looking around at options, I met someone from Johns Hopkins Tektron's office who was a PhD in physics who had moved moved from academia into Tektron's. And this kind of intrigued me. I, you know, I met with him and learned more about his role. And I decided to, I wanted to explore this more. And so I started looking around for opportunities to get started in tech transit. And 
I was lucky enough that I was able to do a short volunteer project with Northeastern University in Boston, where I helped them with some technology assessments and marketing material. This experience convinced me that, you know, this was a path that I wanted to explore further. And so I started applying for more full-time positions. And I joined Washington University in St. Louis, um, headed by Nicole Mercier, uh, where she runs a technology transfer trainee program. The program uh, gave me a fantastic foundation in technology transfer and really set me up for my the success that I've had since then. And I was at WashU for seven months in the trainee program. And towards the end, I started looking for more permanent roles, uh, which is what led me first to Chick the University of Chicago's Polsky Center for Entrepreneurship and Innovation. I, will, I joined the University of Chicago in 2016, and I was at the university until um, October of 2020. In November of last year, I joined uh, Northwestern University's Technology Transfer Office, uh, INVO, or Innovation and New Ventures Office, where I have been since. Uh, where, and in this role, I'm particularly focused on healthcare IT and data innovations, among other technologies. So, George, for those of our listeners who may not be familiar with INVO, can you tell us a little bit more about it? Sure. The Innovations and New Ventures Office, or INVO, is headed by Alicia Loeffler, and the team consists of about 30 people, and we support all stages of commercialization. Uh, we work with both students and faculty at our Evanston and Chicago campuses, as well as with our partners at Lurie Children's Hospital, Northwestern Memorial Hospital, the Shirley Ryan Ability Lab. Now, I know you have something called the Lakeside Discovery in the Garage. Can you tell us a little bit more about both of those? Sure. I'll start with Lakeside Discovery. Lakeside Discovery is a joint venture between Deerfield Management and Northwestern University. It was launched in 2018, and the goal is to fund transformative biomedical innovations through IND. So Deerfield provides funding and some development expertise. The projects are selected by a joint steering committee made up of leaders from Northwestern University and Deerfield Management. Since it's launched, it's funded a few projects from Northwestern University. With regard to Garage, the Garage is really the one-stop shop for all of our student entrepreneurs, and they support both our undergraduate and graduate entrepreneurs, and it was launched in 2015. It provides both space in the form of 11,000 square foot facility, as well as resources such as mentors, fabrication labs, AR, VR facilities, and funding. In the past few years, they've also launched programs to support are female and African-American entrepreneurs. And we can talk about that a little later in the podcast. And over the past six years, the garage has incubated over 300 student-founded startups. 
So switching gears and going back to your office, George, I'd like to ask, um, can you tell us a little bit about how your office is structured? Sure. So we have a licensing team that consists of the life sciences team and the physical sciences and engineering teams. The physical sciences and engineering team is headed by RN Quist, and we have two invention managers working with him. And they manage many of our engineering and physical science innovations. The life sciences team, which I am part of, is headed by Michael Moore. And we have about five invention managers working with Michael on managing many of our life science innovations. We also have embedded within Invo John Horgan, who is an associate general counsel, and he advises us on many of our intellectual property and licensing questions. Then we have uh, a new ventures team, which consists of uh, Sonia Kim, Lisa Da, and Alexandra Dipas. Um, and the team facilitates the creation of startups based on Northwestern IP, you know, from pre-launch to launch to post-launch. Then our operations team, which you know I like to consider the beating heart of the organization, um, is headed by Andrea Minog, and they handle everything from intake of invention disclosures, complying with BIDOL, complying license compliance, revenue distributions, and everything in between. So we couldn't uh, operate without that fantastic team. We also have a, an internship program called Invo Practicum, and Sonia uh, oversees that program. And the internship program is a eight-month program that is open to Northwestern students and scientists interested in learning about technology transfer. We train them to evaluate technologies for patentability, marketability, and commercialization readiness. And many of our interns have gone on to careers in tech transfer, in consulting, in private equity. As a product of an internship program myself, I am a huge fan of this internship program. So those are the main components of our office. Great. And now I'd like to talk metrics with you a little bit, George, if we could. Uh, I wanted to ask you, um, perhaps in the last year, could you tell us maybe the number of disclosures that you received, the number of patent applications you filed, and perhaps the number of licenses and licensing revenue you received? So over the past five years, we've averaged over 200 disclosures per year. For the year 2019, we had about 230 disclosures, and these came across campus from our engineering school, School of Medicine, and the School of Arts and Sciences. In 2019, we filed about 500 patent applications. These, of course, include PCTs, nationalizations, and provisionals, as well as U.S. utility applications. In 2019, we executed about 150 licenses, and our licensing revenue for 2019 was around 8 million. Um, that same year, we also launched about 12 startups at Northwestern University. So, George, what do you think is most important in managing innovations to give them the greatest opportunity for success? I think, first and foremost, 
being aware of technology trends. I think right now we are seeing this convergence of AI, 3D printing, um, sensors, um, life sciences, all converging together. So being aware of technology trends, taking a more holistic approach to innovations, looking at it not just from a perspective of patents, but thinking that patents are just one tool in our arsenal to help protect and commercialize innovations. So I think that's probably the most uh, important factor that I think about when I look at new disclosures. Um, what's protectable outside of patents? Is there copyright? Is there data that we could leverage? Um, long term, you know, what are the trends I could see? You know, it's always hard to predict, but being aware of where industry is heading is very crucial in ensuring our technologies succeed long term. So switching gears, I wanted to ask you, George, about corporate partners and the role they play in tech transfer at Invo. Can you give us some examples of some relationships with corporate partners there at Northwestern? Sure. Northwestern has many corporate partners, but I'd like to cite two from our backyard. One is Baxter International. We've had a long and successful partnership with Baxter over the last 15 years or so. And these have led to over 75 collaboration projects leading to new discoveries across therapeutics, access to care, and med devices. And this partnership isn't just limited to new discoveries and collaborations. We also work together to provide professional training for high school teachers, providing immersive experiences for high school students in the STEM field. Another corporate partnership that we have from our local ecosystem is our partnership with Abbey, where Abbey provides funding and access to new therapies for preclinical research as in exchange for exclusive licenses for certain research discoveries around cancer. So these are two very successful corporate partnerships that we we are quite proud of, especially since these are from our local ecosystem. Yeah, absolutely. I would say so. Those are two very impressive corporate partners. Now, would you say having such big corporate partners has led to more deals or differently structured deals? I would say a combination of both. So what about the role of philanthropic organizations, things like the Gates Foundation and maybe um, the Chan Zuckerberg? Um, do you have any interactions with those types of organizations there at Northwestern? I have had interactions with such organizations in my past, um, and they play a vital role um, in supporting our innovative faculty. Speaking from past experience, one challenge with philanthropic funding in particular has been navigating IP ownership, revenue sharing, and compliance. Each philanthropic organization has a different set of expectations when it comes to these issues. This can present challenges when universities work towards being compliant with these uh, funders. I know that you know several members within Autumn have been spearheading efforts to streamline this process, and you know I hope that uh, we would have more clarity in the upcoming years. Switching gears a little bit, I wanted to ask you, George, reflecting on past license transactions and or partnerships, 
What might you have done differently if you knew then what you know now? That's a great question, Lisa. I think certainly I now try and take a more holistic approach when it comes to licenses and seeing how we can ensure the success of of the licensee and the technology, but also ensuring that our investments are realized, both in terms of IP and the technology. And so I, in looking back, I think I would have liked to take a more holistic approach at some of these transactions. Now, George, I know you're relatively new at Northwestern, but what would you say two of your office's biggest challenges are? The one challenge we have is being remote. So uh, while Zoom and having Teams meetings help, I think the one-on-one face-to-face interaction with faculty and our entrepreneurs is still missing. So I think that's a, you know, a challenge that not only Invo, but every tech trans office has. The second is, I think, a challenge for every tech trans office always, which is finding the right balance between patent budget and patenting the technologies that we think have the greatest promise. So these are two um, challenges right now I could think of. So, George, I wanted to touch on a very important and timely topic, which is, does Invo have any programs to help encourage and assist women inventors and entrepreneurs and perhaps other traditionally unrepresented groups? And if so, could you discuss those in a little bit of detail? And I think you alluded to a few of those a bit earlier in the podcast here. So, Invo in the past few years has made a great effort to reach out to women innovators on campus to promote entrepreneurship and highlight to them some of the resources we have to offer. We have an initiative called InvoReach doing this. In addition, the Garage has launched an initiative called Propel, which provides networking, mentorship, and immersive learning experiences for some of our female students at Northwestern. it's a hope that you know some of these programs will bear fruit in the coming years. Oh, that's great. Thank you for doing those. It's it's very, very important. So I wanted to ask you about Autumn, George, because I know you've been a leader in that for many years. You've been involved with a variety of different programs, including the Better World Project. Can you tell us about the Better World Project, what it is, and also what Autumn has meant to you? Sure. Autumn has really been a huge asset to me uh, professionally in my tech transfer journey. I joined Autumn back in 2015 and over the past few years, I have volunteered with Autumn and without a doubt, I can say that I have gained more rather than than what I've given to Autumn. And in terms of the Better World uh, project, I am the current co-chair along with Patrick Reynolds And the Better World Project highlights academic technology transfer success to the world. We have over 400 curated stories, and I encourage the listeners to go check some of them out. And you'd be surprised how many of our innovations we use every day, from Google to Honeycrisp Apple, are success stories from academic tech transfer. And 
The Better World Project stories have been picked up by political leaders as well to highlight the need for funding academic and basic researchers in our um, institutions. So, George, you transitioned from being a postdoc to tech transfer. And I was wondering what tips and suggestions might you have for others similarly situated who are looking to get into tech transfer? That's a great question, Lisa, and one that I am frequently asked. So one of the challenges when you transition from being a graduate student or a postdoc is to convince people who are hiring you that you are serious about a career in tech transfer. So one of the things I wish I had known or back when I was trying to transition is it doesn't necessarily mean you have to have ex get experience in tech transfer. So um, previously I mentioned about our internship program in work practical. So I would start in your own university or academic institution. See if you can be become part of an internship program there. If not, look for programs like, you know, is there a way for you to get plugged into a startup and support them? Is there a way you can do some diligence on startups for an investor? Um, is there ways you can be part of a company or a startup's customer discovery pro process, such as ICO? And, you know, when I started off, I started thinking about, you know, I needed to get experience in patenting and licensing. But I think all of us who do tech transfer know that our roles are more than that. And so if the opportunity isn't there to do those, at least try and leverage other um, opportunities within your ecosystem to get experiences that will help you. Um, get into tech transfer. Well, thank you for sharing those. And, and I have no doubt those will definitely help others who are, are looking to get their start in tech transfer. So thank you again. So George, I generally like to close the podcast by asking my guests if they could have any three wishes granted or a vision realized for their office, what would that be? Well, I like to turn up one day and see that you know all of our technologies are licensed. Um, all of our patents are issued and we have unlimited funding for filing new patents. But um, I think um, that's probably the wish of every tech trans office. But more seriously, I think Northwestern is recognized as a world leader in research. And I'd like to see um, us set trends and develop best practices when it comes to helping commercialize technologies through both licensing and startups. So that would be my vision um, for Invo. Well, that's a great vision and good luck to you and your fellow colleagues there at Northwestern in getting those realized. I have no doubt that you will. Well, George, I can't thank you enough for all your insights and time today. It's been an absolute pleasure. If any of our listeners want to reach out and ask you any questions, where can they reach you? Absolutely. I'd be happy to help anyone looking for answers, particularly those looking to transition into tech transfer. So they can reach me at chalapa at northwestern.edu. Great. Well, thank you so much again, George. It's been really great to have this opportunity to talk to you. Thank you, Lisa, for the opportunity. 
Thank you for listening to Technology Transfer IP. Please visit us online for more resources at techtransferipforum.com. New to Tech Transfer or a seasoned pro? Autumn is the global member organization for Tech Transfer and is here to help you get connected, get smart, and get ahead. Whether you work in academia, research, government, business development, corporate engagement, or startups, Autumn is dedicated to supporting you through education, advocacy, networking, and promotion. Join and you'll receive 20 free live webinars, as well as meaningful discounts on meetings and courses, insider access to a vast network of colleagues to help you through challenges, and a line on new technologies and the university decision makers who license them. Membership is open for 2023. Join us.